When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How are you feeling this morning? What is Selena? going on, T Rock? Chip and dip day. You, you, I, I, everybody likes chips. It's salty, yeah. it's crunchy. We like that. Are you a dip guy? You like to, you know, kind of run it through. And we're counting salsa is not a dip. We're going to put that aside. Salsa, salsa, not a dip. Okay, kind of an underrated dip that I, I definitely use. Not all the time, but if it's in the fridge, hummus is a nice little dip. That action. is pretty good. It's a good little dip action right there. That is pretty good. I don't, I don't dip. I like often. the plain kind. I don't like when they put all the stuff in it. I don't need the Too red much. pepper hummus. Yeah. I just, I want the chickpeas and the tahini yeah. and their tahini, yeah. tahini, whatever. Tahini. Tahini. Um, Tahini's the spicy stuff on the rim of a margarita. Tahini yeah. is or, the peanut paste. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. right. By the way, when you just said that you don't like any of that stuff, I'll take any of it. You like it, it all? Doesn't, eh, it doesn't matter. Mix it all together. Bad, except Mix for you get the what about buffalo chicken dip? What about French onion dip? There's amazing dips. What about like ranch dip? I could skip that one. Yeah, you're not I a ranch guy. Yeah. but I love it. I skip all those. Yeah. Like you know who has great dips? Chicken dips pretty good. Trader Joe's has amazing dips. There's almost an entire like section of an aisle that is just dips at dips. Trader Joe's. And no, they open up a, just like a small store. <laughs> it's just dips. I think you like to have the 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 little like the, Trader this, Dips. <laughs> exactly. Like, this has baking goods, and this has soup, <laughs> and this has beans and rice, and then there's just dips. Just an aisle of aisle nothing. seven. Just all dips. dips. They have a caramelized Where do you onion keep your dip. Dips. They even refrigerate them. Just... <laughs> they have this like caramelized onion there. dip that's amazing. They have this truffle dip that's only in the uh, winter trouble? months. Truffle. Sorry. Oh, truffle. Sorry. Got a like little what's stuck in the trouble mouth. dip? I'd like to to try that. Does it lead to trouble? Is it in and of itself the Maybe. trouble? I don't know what it is. Uh, how was your night last night? I mean, stressful? Not stressful? Easy peasy? I mean what? You, you seem We're like talking about her back in tenth. What are you? I don't know what you're stressed <laughs> out over there. I'm not stressed. I'd be stressed out. if I I'm just, the Jazz or the Pelicans. Yeah, I guess. I'm stressed I mean, if I'm the Lakers. You're, you're clear by what a half a game. You're all half good. a game right now, <laughs> and a tiebreaker on the Pelicans. There you go. Yeah, like it's in the bag. I think tomorrow's game against the Thunder is worth like eleven games <laughs> because of the tiebreakers back in the air. By the way, you know what's going to happen, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I think tomorrow becomes the most important game of the season so far. I thought you said that last night. I did. No, 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 not last night. I said it for the Dallas game, and I said it for the Pelicans game. Okay. But doesn't it, can it kind of change as you go on? It, it can. Tomorrow's like, one of those two-game swingers where I, I, it's you funny. get the tiebreaker, too. When we were, I don't know if we did it during Super Crosstalk or not. We may have, or it may have been just something we were chit-chatting about as we were kind of changing over. Um I think I asked John, hey, how many of these last 10 do do they need to win? Because I, I, I'm of six, right? Yeah, so six. I think six. I, you're I in thought the six. Mm-hmm. And, and John, because it might be seven, actually. That seven may be the number. I ran into Michael on my way out, asked him the same thing. Five? Michael said seven. Oh, he did? Yeah, they both said seven. So I, I still think six, six puts them at 42 and 42. Yeah. I feel confident that he, that Here's why I think you don't need seven. Nobody else is going to run away with anything. I think so, too. Right, like it's Five not like good luck. It's not like the Jazz. It's not like uh, even Minnesota, who's getting a little healthy. Nobody's gonna really run away with anything. What was so. it like last night? Like, t- take me through the because on TV, it it did. 
what was the game we were talking about where it had like this incredible buzz and energy and vibe? It felt like it was the Powell retirement game where it felt like yeah, that was the Memphis the game. Memphis game yeah. where it had this even on TV it had this palpable energy mm-hmm. to it. it at least through television last night and I watched it on on ESPN. It, it did not feel like that. Is yeah. that it? Did it feel like that in, in yeah, the house? Yeah, definitely did not have that. Buzz. Yeah, well, a couple reasons. Number one, I'm gonna go back to this. It's not like you're watching Laker games and when the game's over, you're like, that's a good team. Yeah. You're not saying that the last couple of weeks. So I think part of it is that. I mean, Monty Williams decided to take, I want to say the Suns came all the way back with about eight minutes left to go to one point game. He takes Devin Booker out. Mm-hmm. Booker's basically getting a bucket. Every possession, Booker's getting a, uh, a bucket. I hear John and Michael say, well, looks like uh, the Lakers will probably extend that lead. Why are they taking him out? Blah, blah, blah. But it's a one-point game with eight minutes left to go. There was a, it, it, It's a close game again in the fourth quarter against a Suns team that doesn't have DeAndre Ayton and does not have Kevin Durant. Two incredibly big pieces. Yeah. So I don't think there's really that buzz right now. I think it's more survival mode. I think every time the Lakers win a game, there's kind of like a, all right, probably wasn't the prettiest, but Exhale, we'll take we it won. and go. That was, Orla- that was Orlando on Sunday. Yeah. That was well, that was tonight. What or did those that was two yesterday. games have in common? What did the Orlando game and last night have in common? Which is, look, I'm not, I'm thrilled and it's awesome to see and it is fun to see, but the last two games they've won is because Austin Reeves has been their best player. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just that that is so unexpected yeah it, it is so uh, unusual that a guy that you know to start the season was probably at best a role player mm-hmm. and then morphed into an important role player and now last night was a starter and has in the most important stretch of the season been exactly what you would hope your best player is which is guys I know this is a huge one I got it. Mm-hmm. He had it against Orlando. He mm-hmm. had it last night that Austin Reeves is the guy with the big broad shoulders that's carrying this team is remarkable. Great. Not mm-hmm. not the least bit frustrated by it, but thank goodness Austin Reeves is up for the moment because some of the other guys have Last I checked, he's getting the MVP chance. So <laughs> exactly. I don't know what you want me to, Mark Jackson want me to tell you. And Mark Jones were doing the game last night for yeah. ESPN and Mark Jackson's like, no. No, I'm not here for this. It was like, I know, I understand what they're doing, but they, no, this, no, we're not doing this. That might be the most loosely chanted three letters in the history of sports. MVP is thrown around like well, no tomorrow okay. these days. He's MVP of this team for the last five days? Hell yes, he is. Mm-hmm. He is the MVP in the last, you know, going back to Sunday afternoon against the yeah. uh, the the Magic. He absolutely has been the MVP. They they don't win with him last night. Mm-hmm. If he has a below average game or 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 even really just a, an average game, they lose. They well, certainly he had a career high in assists last night. Mm-hmm. He had a career high in points on Sunday the night. night. Before, yeah. Austin Reeves is the reason the Lakers have won these last two games, which is. Just bizarre to say. Awesome, but bizarre. I, I think, too, you kind of know the – you could sense the magnitude of it and kind of the desperation because pregame show, Darvin Ham kind of indicated that he might change something up as far as the starting lines. Kind of threw everybody off. Nobody really thought – but it, it makes sense. I, I, one of my Lakers talk dailies this week was on should they change the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Last week we had somebody call in and say, hey – earlier this week. Or it might have been yeah. Monday or whatever it was – and we both kind of were like, nah, you can't do it because of Beasley, Shooter, this, that. No, it, it, desperate times call for desperate measures. And if you got to move Austin Reeves from the bench, bring him into the starting lineup, not 
you have no idea how it's going to work out. Is it going to destroy your bench? It doesn't matter. It's like you got 10 games left. Every one of these matter. Throw them in the starting lineup and just see what happens. This kind of shows, too, that there is not there isn't a script or a blueprint that the Lakers have that you could look at where, and where say, you get it. Yeah, I got it. it. I, I know I know how to win. That's that's not exactly the case. So you'll probably have a better recollection of it than I do. But I know I know that this number was right. At the half, Anthony Davis had seven points. Mm-hmm. Right? He had seven at the half. I'm like, really? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, come this. We're, we're down to 10 games. Really? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Let's get in and engage. And you get to the end of the game. And he, he was he was okay but second half he was much better much better yeah much better he was but you're we're having that moment he was like oh my gosh are we going to get another one of these and you thank goodness that austin reeves was there that's a sentence that i never thought we'd be as we got down to crunch time that austin reeves could have a great game not i mean it's the nba any of them can have a great game on any given night yeah but that he's had back-to-back great games when you absolutely had to have them that's what you would expect from anthony davis mm-hmm. hey we gotta have it tonight we have to beat orlando i got it here's here's 40 15 and eight right austin reeves did it twice and yeah. anthony reed and and anthony davis has been somewhere between not great and okay and he's the one that's supposed to be there the, the role reversal is pretty striking no and it's not like it's it's lebron and ad going back and forth we're talking Austin Reeves. Yeah. And it's no disrespect to Austin Reeves. None. Nobody's He's saying, been terrific. Nobody's, I wasn't walking in to Sunday's game saying, watch out for 35, 6, and 6. Watch <laughs> out for 25 and 11 from Austin Reeves. But give the man credit. He's doing what he's doing. Where do you think that fearlessness comes from? Because he's not scared. He's not afraid of missing. He's not afraid of attacking the rim. He's not afraid of throwing a pass. Like he, He's just playing as loose and as free and aggressive. And he attacks. And there's no... Hey, I'm Austin Reeves. I should. He's Could just it be letting this? it rip. It's Could it be awesome. Th- Could it be this? And maybe this is the difference between both of these dudes' mentalities, okay? I think a lot of times Anthony Davis, I feel like he's in his own head. Let's use the first half of yesterday. Let's use that as an example. First half yesterday, there are plenty of possessions where I'm like, AD even touched the ball. Mm-hmm. Plenty of possessions where AD is trying to make the, the right play and he's kicking it out. And But there are... And then in the third quarter, there's moments where Anthony Davis is grabbing offensive rebounds, double teams coming, I don't care, I'm going to spin the other way and I'm going to shoot the shot. So I feel like the dude gets his gets in his own head, where Austin Reeves on the other side, I don't know if it's the best example, you ever gone to a casino and Never. all of a sudden you win, <laughs> <laughs> I refuse, yeah. um, you, you win a couple hundred bucks and it's like, all right, I'm playing with their money now, I'm not playing with my money anymore. And let's say you're playing poker. Poker's a perfect game for it. You know what? Let me just try to see if I can just BS this hand here real quick. It's not my money. It's their money, right? And I, rather than when I just lost 200 bucks, I'm tight as can be. I only have so many chips left. Oh, there's a, I feel like Austin Reeves is playing with house money in the NBA. But, there's, but I, I like the analogy, but I do think that it's personality driven. Some people get house money and get tighter because they look I've, I've, I've this is mine i got to hold on to it really tight i'm not gonna give it yeah. back to him and Why then are you describing me and then there are I, i'm the same way by the way and then there's the guy what do i care and both the other even if you lost a bunch of me eh, it's gonna come back around i'm good at this game mm-hmm. I, I got this it's fine i don't need to worry about it i had a little bad luck it's gonna come around that it, it's more between your own ears than it's i'm up or down like austin reeves i think whether he's an effort it, mentality yeah it's one of these 
I'm not, why wouldn't I attack the basket? I'm I'm good at this, and and he is. I love the D'Lo quote last night. I, it's a little maybe a little off. He's like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. He's just really good. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, he is, and it's fun to watch. And thank goodness he's here. And well, yeah. Thank goodness Scott Foster was there last night, too, which we'll talk about next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So, Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I want to ask you guys if I'm a bad guy for this one yes. that I had yesterday. Okay, thank you for answering. <laughs> so yesterday I went to the Apple Pan off of your suggestion from talking yeah. about it on the show yesterday. It was a really great meal. Had Glad a great time. Like I took my friend um, who's I visiting. I preferred you got in the hickory instead of the steak, but I, I, I appreciate that. I had nine slices hustle. of shakies yesterday. <laughs> Did you go deep? Walked in the post game. There's just all these pizzas oh here. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have There's still slice a slice or yeah. two over there and a piece of fried chicken. That's, that's what I left. In that's, the that's what was left over from Did you my eat the fried chicken table? No, I was going to say the pizza looked a little uh, congealed. Yeah. And that's yeah. Not how I like it. Anyway, uh, so I went with my friend uh, and I and I sent you some pictures. Huh. It, it was really good. But we were kind of in the area. What and was that other? I saw chocolate cream. Was the other one banana cream? Yes. No, yeah. no, no, no. It was um, coconut cream. Coconut cream. So okay. it was really good. I uh, had a good time. Uh, but I was in that area and I have an espresso. So I, you had to go to like weird special stores for an espresso. So you, you have to kind of, you can buy it online, but I'd rather go into the store and talk to someone about what I want to get. Anyway. So one of the only places to get it is in Beverly Hills. So I was going over there. Must ob- be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. I know, guys. La la. I know, guys. And, you know, it's, it's it's really rough for me to go over there. But anyway, I parked. She's spending all of her money on coffee instead of getting a car that can get her to and from work every day. <laughs> okay. Um, but we're I, I parked on the street. And, and Joe's dip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are some things that make my life better. One of them is coffee. One of them is Trader Joe's dip. We don't know what we're talking yeah. about. Literally <laughs> ignore us because we are not going to help so your story. I will be quiet. Go ahead. I Sorry. found a parking spot on the street. Uh, paid for it, everything. But uh, the car in front of me was a nice car, very nice car. Had a Suns license plate, Suns decal, like Phoenix Suns, and they were parked in a red like area where they were not supposed to park. So you're not, you're, it's illegal to park there. And I parked right behind them. When you're not in the playing tournament, you run by different right. rules. Exactly. <laughs> you do what you want to do. You can park anywhere. Obviously, there's kind of it's this like thing going around. It's like diplomatic community. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want. Just you just have the standings on your dashboard. There's been a series. Number four in the standings. There's a series of celebrities that have gotten in trouble recently for parking in places they shouldn't be and just saying, essentially, that's the fee for parking for them. They've got the ticket. They don't care about paying it. Regardless, I come back from my, getting my espresso, and I'm walking there, and I see um, a cop, like a, you know, like a ticket 
person. Meter maid. Mm-hmm. Meter maid, yeah. Going up and like cruising up near my car and their car. Am I a bad person for really wanting them to get a ticket? <laughs> because it's a really nice car parked illegally. You probably pointed them out, Emily. You're like, this one, this <laughs> right one right here. here. Right. See, there was, he was two blocks see, away and he's like, there's she's a jogging to the but car the with is, the guy. The thing is, too, Hurry. there's public parking in Beverly Hills, like right next to it. Like, you can have free No, by the way, you're not a bad there. person. <laughs> Am I a bad person? Don't, no, I don't think you're a bad person. I, I really don't. When people park, parking is kind of. There's a couple things that get me. Let me give you an example. And this happens all the time. When you're getting ready, when I leave the station here, I'm getting on the freeway to go back down to Pasadena. And I'm waiting in the same lane everybody else is waiting in. And you got that one car that will just go. It's, you know, you're going to exit maybe, I I can't remember, is it 5th Street, 6th Street, whatever it is. And that lane is only for 6th Street, right? And they just come all the way up. And whoever the hell lets them in at the end, and they just didn't have to wait for that six, seven yeah, minutes, suck. whatever it is, that that really, really bothers me. <laughs> Parking. When people take up two spots, they do this. We're just running a normal society. That's all we're looking for. Right. I, I have no problem with you hoping that they get and a And you ticket. know what? That person, the, the meter maid, cruised up to that car, looked at the car, didn't ticket them. And that also made me mad. Because I was also like, okay. And you're, my you're car- 100% sure it was parked illegally? A hundred percent. I I didn't take a picture because obviously I'm not gonna should have posted it, it out, bro. They're in <laughs> but, on it. <laughs> but they've I think got it's... the parking people paying <laughs> them to the side here, exactly. man. Like your whole job is to ticket people for parking, and this person is clearly parked illegally. And anyway, it it wasn't even in a handicapped spot. It was literally it was red, and they and they shouldn't have been there. So I I was mad, and then I drove home. Parked in red, rocking a Phoenix Sun something. Lakers have the Suns that night, and this person can't They're get just a showing ticket. off. It's probably Devin Booker's car. It might have been. Honestly, yeah. I thought what it was. What kind of car was it? It was a large white uh, Range Rover. Okay. Yeah, so it's a nice car. Yeah, those are nice. Could have been a player's car. But, yeah. but also, why would you put... Uh, the thing is, is like no, I don't see, know if a, a player would have a decal saying that it's from the Suns. It, it reminds me of one of my favorite stories <laughs> yeah, I don't. You, you know where I'm going with this, right? Because you're like... If you're Chris Paul, you don't have a Phoenix Suns license exactly. plate holder on your car, right? But it reminds me of one of my all-time favorite things when Joel Embiid went out to the club in a Joel Embiid jersey. It's just, it is like next level awesome. I went out in Philly one time and I saw Joel Embiid at, not a club, but at a bar, but it's just, he wasn't in a Joel Embiid jersey, but you're Joel Embiid go. in Philly. We That's why it's so great. We should go to dinner somewhere, wear Travis and Sliwa shirts, have the app on, playing our show and just, and no big deal here. Joel Embiid is, what is he, seven, two or three? Something like that. Yeah. He's one of the biggest people walking around on the planet. Yep. He's, he's world famous. In the MVP and chat he puts every year. the jersey on <laughs> that's, is that's, just that's terrific. It's, it's what I'm, I know. By the way, Emily, I, I am on your team in this one. I, not only that, like the, the little scenario that you were talking about, Slee, that, that bothers me too. I just, as a general thing, I follow the rules. I park where I'm supposed to park. I don't. I you you and I have I've kind of given you a hard time. Em, you stretch about that you get uh, parking tickets. I, I I've gotten one no, since no, no, I've been I, here. I understand, but I, I will drive ten blocks away to yeah. not get a parking ticket. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just I follow the rules, and when somebody isn't, I want them to be punished for not following the rules. I agree because it makes my rule following make more sense. Because I agree. If I could just park in the red, why would I ever drive around for twenty minutes looking for a spot? Now all of a sudden you're you know asking the question of well why should 
should I follow the rules? And that's when society goes to, you know what? Oh, it doesn't matter. By the way, we'll get into this a little later. I listened to a podcast on AI and chat GPT. I'm not even worried about the climate anymore. Okay, let me ask you we're, this. We're, 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 those com- the computers are going to get yeah. us long before okay, the weather. let me ask you this. When I uh, <laughs> went through a streak there watching just kind of nuclear simulations, mm-hmm. how is this that different? It's because it's less destructive, I think, like in like the carnage. Like you're sending Because I'm interested. Whatever you're talking about, I want you to send me You're sending me pictures of like nuclear destruction, like mushroom clouds and things like this. Uh, I, I'm worried about- it's a simulator. I'm worried about Terminator. I'm worried, oh, yeah, I'm worried about, about that too. I'm worried about yeah. that where the computers just all of a sudden look at each other and go- we don't need them anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, we're, well, yeah that's yeah, we're that's, good, right? That's, and it feels like we got to get the chips in us as soon as possible. A couple weeks. <laughs> that's what it feels like. I was worried about. Hey, you know, the planet's warming at like one yep. degree a year, and in sixty years, well, I'm going to be dead in sixty years. I'm trying to make the planet inhabitable for my children and, and eventual grandchildren. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I I am more worried about getting terminated oh, the yeah. in the next couple of weeks than I ever have. You in know my what life. the robots won't do? They probably won't wait for the NBA finals to finish. <laughs> That's a, they're not concerned about They'll stuff like that. They'll do it like in that. the NBA finals or the Super Bowl when we're all distracted. Right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, the uh, look, I'm very glad that it happened last night. Like I, I'm not so strident in well, it's the right thing and the wrong thing that I can't enjoy it when something that is profanely unfair happens to my team and it's in my advantage, I get it. But I have a quick question for you. Okay. I'm sure you probably talked about it on the postgame show uh, or seen it. The, the whole Dallas Mavericks-Golden State Warriors snafu yesterday, right? Yep. yep. They And the referees screwed up. They, they, they changed their mind on a call, didn't let anybody know, and gave basically a free basket to the Warriors. Warriors ended up winning by two. Yep. It was it was a bad look. And, and I, their justification, I still am trying th- to figure out. Doesn't make any okay. sense at all. Yeah. But I, I truly believe that it was just a, a foul up. I believe mm-hmm. that they just messed up. I don't believe I don't argue that. that there was malicious intent. Last night in the Lakers-Suns game, the Lakers shot 46 free throws and the Suns shot 20. 20. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul and Scott Foster have a history where if Scott Foster referees a game involving Chris Paul, Chris Paul's team gets hosed almost every time. Happened again last night. Mm-hmm. 46 to 20. Scott yeah. Foster was involved. Monty Williams after the game was furious. Chris Paul after the game, probably because he's just tired of getting fined by it, kind of tiptoed around it a little bit. Okay. But that this is a thing that everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. Scott Foster and Chris Paul. That everyone in the league knows, oh, Scott Foster's refereeing a Chris Paul game. They're going to lose. And we're just okay with that? That that's just accepted? How is that all right? Because th- think about it like this. Think about if there were an umpire in Major League Baseball where every time he umpired Clayton Kershaw's game, he lost. Every time. We wouldn't be okay with that. We'd be like, well, this is just patently unfair. There's obviously something going on here. And that this free throw disparity with that referee and that player on the other team, glad it went the way it did last night for the Lakers because they won a game they needed to win. Yeah. But how are we just okay with this entire so scenario? Explain to me. So when you say, how are we okay? What did you, what what would you like to see? I, I kind of give me an idea. I don't know what the solution to it is mm-hmm. other than removing Scott Foster from the NBA refereeing rotation, but when the the scale is or like ref, this, or not having the, him ref Phoenix or, or, Suns, or, any Chris Paul no, games. He, you can't have a, a vendetta against a person mm-hmm. as a referee. It doesn't it doesn't work. I'm, it can be like this. It can be fifty five to forty five. It could, you know ideally you'd like it to be fifty fifty, mm-hmm. right? That that's a referee that I don't know if this guy even knows my name. 
perfect. That's mm-hmm. what we're looking for, yeah, right? Yeah. It could be 55-45. Maybe in a situation where it's really tilted at 60-40, this feels like it's 95-5. What's the... What's and, the... and I don't know how we just like, yep, Scott Foster hates Chris Paul. We just kind of shrug our shoulders and keep it moving. It's bizarre. Okay, so I, I will tell you that I didn't know, because I don't pay attention to the refereeing, I didn't know Scott Foster was refereeing the game yesterday until... You know, post game, and you kind of get some information. Yeah. I I do not know, but Scott you know Foster's the Foster the Paul dynamic. Yeah, what what is there? Is there like a specific number? It's in the games that he when it was until a very long time. I don't know if he'd ever. Won. I, I know it's, it's come up. It's it's very heavily okay. tilted against Chris. And by the way, let me, just for for full. I'm not a Chris Paul fan. I'm not here to advocate for yeah. Chris Paul. I think that Chris Paul is a little overrated. Mm-hmm. I think that he's a bully. I think that he's a cheap shot artist. Mm-hmm. I think that, but this is not right. Okay. So let let me, yesterday, I think by the time the first quarter is done, I had said, you know, the first quarter, I said something to the effect, the different, or at halftime, like the difference of the game right now is Lakers have, are just, they're getting more yeah. free throws than the Phoenix Suns. However, what you do think is going to happen, and this happens sometimes in sports, if there's a discrepancy that's huge like that, eventually the the it's going to even itself out. Okay, so Monty Williams, you're talking about his post game interview yesterday. Post game, and I look before I even saw the interview, I just said that look, when you take 26 more free throws than the other team. You're probably going to win that game. Sure. I think they were plus twenty one from Even the free throws. Even if you throws. shoot fifty percent, that's thirteen free points. And, and I'm not here to let's put the Lakers to the side. If this was flipped, do you know what the entire conversation would have been post game in this morning? Explain to me how another team takes twenty six more free throws than you. So I hate that that's part of the conversation, but it is that's a fair conversation to have. It's okay. completely fair conversation. Yeah, since twenty thirteen. Uh, Chris Paul in games refereed playoff games refereed by Scott Foster. You want to take a guess at what Chris Paul's team's record is? Okay, so now I think I'm I'm remembering some of it. Was this like zero and twenty or zero and twenty one or something like that? One and twelve. Okay, one and twelve. Okay, w- w- no, <laughs> not one and twelve. It could be okay, next five topic. and seven. Mm-hmm. It could you know five. It could be four and eight, and it's just like okay, one and twelve. Chris Paul's on good teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just it's it's one of those things that I everybody's jumping up and down about what happened with Dallas and Golden State because the ref again they they fouled it up it was it was a mistake but this is weird hmm. it, it is a weird heavily tilted one way or the other because look most NBA coaches and referee and and players understand that bitching about the referees is a losing proposition yeah because i'm gonna get fined nothing really changes yep. and i don't might get, get a technical foul i could be different i don't get anything out of it yeah this is monty williams just like no i'm I, I have to, i have to get this off my chest and he got it off and then he just left that it's really bizarre well, that we're just we just live in a world where everybody goes yeah he hates chris paul and we keep it moving was it's d'angelo weird. was it d'angelo russell that was going off during one of the timeouts saying it's Scott Foster officiating. It's Scott Foster officiating. Something along those lines. I don't know if you saw that video, but that also too is when a player from the opposing team knows, oh, it's Scott Foster that's officiating. That's probably doesn't probably not the best look for that official. It's weird. Yeah. Now I'm glad that the Lakers can check the box. I want Lakers Suns first round Scott Foster <laughs> in every game. Yeah, I want I, him part of the starting lineup. It's it, it's it's a weird it's a weird deal, and that we pretend it's not is even weirder. Coaching for the Lakers, Darvin Ham. It's a weird and deal. at referee. <laughs> it's kind
kind of what it is. The lights come down. That's kind of what it is. Scott Foster. Little update on LeBron's health coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A lot of links coming my way on Twitter, Slee. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, the AI clip of, stuff? Well, oh. not, well, some of those too, but just D'Angelo going, Scott Foster, y'all. Scott Foster. Yeah, she. Uh-huh. I, I hadn't seen that. Emily sent that this morning, and I'm like, I was still trying to kind of put the pieces together. Also, you don't see him saying it, so how do we know it's D'Angelo Russell? It is D'Angelo. Actually, okay, if okay. you watch, if you at the beginning of the video is as he's walking up kind of towards the bench, his head is off of screen, but then by the time he gets there, you actually see it coming out of his mouth. Okay. I am just blown away by how this is a thing that is out in the universe, and everybody's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Okay, who plays tonight? <laughs> Like it's just, it, don't you want to address that? Don't you want to? I mean, see if there's something personally, there. Phoenix, stop fouling. Start, yeah, start investigating it tonight. <laughs> because what if somebody gives them the stop. stink eye on the Lakers? Austin Reeves right? supposed to take more free throws than Devin Booker. Uh huh. Okay, I'm sure that's exactly how it goes. Okay, I think Booker took twelve free throws, and I think there was like one other person that took a free throw. That was it. <laughs> It was, it was something like it that. Was, it was weird. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go down to Orange County and Fullerton. Franklin in Fullerton. That's what, what's it, uh, alliterative. Franklin and Fullerton, you're up next. What's going on? Hi, how are you? Um, I just wanted to talk, uh, want to talk about unfair. What about the Lakers getting almost 80% of the back-to-back games when it comes to a team coming to L.A.? The Clippers get them the first night. The Lakers get them the second night. Well, I mean, that's, just, that's a, obviously just scheduling. Huh? It's just, it's just, yeah, the NBA loves the Lakers. They give them a break. That's a break. Cause you don't want on your second game, you're not going to be as, as good, especially coming to L.A. You're going to go out. You're going to go eat. You're going to go party, especially if it's a Friday or a Saturday game. So there is something to that, but it usually flip-flops, right? The way that it usually the, goes. Yeah, I don't know. So th- th- this is not just exclusive to the Lakers and the Clippers. The Kings and the Ducks have the same phenomenon that goes on, right? Mm-hmm. Where a team from the East Coast typically will come in and play them both, either tw- in two out of three nights or in back-to-back nights. Same exact thing when a team comes in to play the Lakers and the Clippers, East Coast teams for the most. Usually one year you're on the front end of all of those, and usually the following year you're on the back end of most of those i don't it, know it i don't know the math out. i would not be surprised if that's not even yeah i would not be surprised if that's not even lakers in the clip well the other part of it is too is tv that mm-hmm. you want the better they're going to put the lakers on tv tnt abc espn the, yeah. the bigger games more often they just they do they draw a better number even when they're not as good of a team yep so it yeah look David Stern said this, I don't know how many years ago, when asked, what's your dream finals in the, what's your dream matchup in the finals? He said, the Lakers versus the Lakers. The Lakers are the engine for the NBA, have been for a very long time, that they have a vested interest in promoting them. It's not a secret. I wonder if it would, if it was different. Let me just use as an example. The Thunder play the Clippers tonight again, Mm -hmm. and then they play the Lakers tomorrow. So that means Lakers will get them second of a bat to back. The Knicks, when they were in town, played the Lakers, played the Clippers on a Saturday. Lakers got them in the second of a back-to-back on a Sunday. Same thing with the Raptors, something like that. 
I wonder if you're back in 2017 and 2018 where the Laker product was just not that good, if that wasn't the case. That because ESPN's like, no, I don't want to carry a 50-loss Laker team. Or if Lakers still draw more. They 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 they're just a, it's like anything else, right? Even if something has mm-hmm. not performed great well, right I now, I wouldn't watch it. Historically, they're going to mm-hmm. put on the thing that they know draws. You know, a it's number. actually a good example is when I used to get, and I still do, when I get frustrated on these Thanksgiving games or these Christmas games. I'm like, I don't want to see. Even when the Lakers were on Christmas games, I'm like, they're 12 games below 500. Take them off national TV. Yeah, but you're right. That. Those numbers they, are they those stay numbers. on there. They play a bit on Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, Christmas for. A thousand years. Yeah. Before there was Christmas, they were playing on Christmas. Be, <laughs> they're, they're not going anywhere. It's six and 40, and they're like. Look, I, I don't mean to spoil the surprise for anybody. These are businesses that are being run. These are not necessarily make it perfectly equal. They try to make it as fair and still make a bunch of money. But the difference, That's how is, it the difference is the conversation we're having about Scott Foster. It's not business related well you can call it business related but that's different than scheduling it's personal yeah that's it's, it's him and it's the sons a is a personal problem between mm-hmm. those two guys I, I don't know where exactly it stems from but chris paul is not a guy that loses a whole bunch more than he wins and that that does happen when that guy referees the games yeah. is it's, super it's super mental weird. for chris paul uh-huh uh-huh here's dave mcmenamin talking about a return possible return for lebron james LeBron will push for some time over the final three games that the Lakers play in Los Angeles. April 5th against the Clippers, April 7th against the Suns, April 9th against the Jazz. To target that range so long as there's no setbacks in his rehab to make his comeback. Get back onto the court, uh, get a little bit of, a, I guess, a dress rehearsal before either a play-in tournament or a playoff berth for the Lakers. Okay, so that was Dave McMenamin on SportsCenter earlier today. Whoa. Woj has tweeted as well that says there's an increasing optimism that L.A. Lakers star LeBron James could return to play, quote, a few, close quote, games in the final week of the regular season, sources tell ESPN. James has been out since suffering a right foot tendon injury on February 26th. So McMenamin and Woj both saying, I mean, no one's saying he'll be back on this date, but that it's they're they're at least targeting a kind of soft open for the play-in or the playoffs and LeBron could play a game or two or three towards the end of the season, that's encouraging. Today's the three-week mark where he got reevaluated, so we're all kind of waiting for an update. I'm going to add one piece to this. Trudell put, while there's no timeline for a return to game action, LeBron has started to progress uh, with gradual basketball movement and with on-court activity. If you told me, hey, LeBron is going to come back at some point towards these last couple of games of the season, a little bit of a ramp up towards potentially a playing tournament, see where the Lakers are by then. I mean, it's the best case scenario that can play out for the Lakers. I don't I can't envision anything else. If I if I just kind of walked you through the Western Conference right now, there's kind of a question mark with every team in the West. Every team has a question mark. And some of those question marks are, are they going to be healthy or are they not? Whether that's the Phoenix Suns, I think that's a fair question mark. The Clippers, how healthy are they going to be by the time the playoffs start? So it's not like, I I have my favorites that I would tell you that, okay, yeah, it looks like that team, they have just enough time to get their guys back and they're going to be a problem. For Braun and the Lakers, these, if you're playing, let's say there's nine games left, you got to play seven more without LeBron James. And in those seven, you go four and three. Stone a number out there. Mm-hmm. So that means you're 500 with two games left on the season. Aren't you then just saying, okay, grab one of those playing spots. Braun is back. 
let's roll the dice and go from there. It would be the best case scenario that they have in front of them. If they can go four and three. Like, I, I, well, they got nine I'm left, so they're going to have to go yeah, I, five and four. I, I, I get it, but the, last night was a perfect example. We, I'm, I'm glad they won, but they, they needed a really unbelievable performance from Austin Reeves to do yeah. it. Same thing we saw with Orlando. None of these games are money in the bank. None of these games are w- out of reach. Yep. I don't know. They, they could have a really bad 10 days. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if he comes back or not. They could have a really good 10 days, and you could buy him more time to where you don't have to play him. His return is the second thing. The first thing is you're going to have to find a way to win games before he gets back yeah. because your performance in those games will determine whether his return means anything or not. Or if he decides he's not going to come back because they're two games out That's with what two I'm games to go. They, if yeah. they, what have they got, nine? If the next seven, they go one and, you know, sure, two sure. and five, sure. then it doesn't matter if he comes back or not because you're probably outside of it and that's it. Or just, the opposite could be true. Just a prediction because it's sports talk radio. Nine games left. How many do you think they win in these final nine? Four. Okay. Four and five. So that means they'll be two games below 500. Yeah, which is kind of where they've been for most of the, like tonight, mm-hmm. or not tonight, Friday, I don't tomorrow think, night is interesting. I don't think they get in, right? Not if they're four. under five hundred. I think five hundred is the number. I say they get five and f- I say they go five and four. Still have I think like the six easiest schedule, something like that. That would five give them four. six in their final ten, which is the number that I thought. If they mm-hmm. win five, they're they're about a five hundred team. They win about as often as they lose. They, yeah, they haven't been able to get to that. They got another shot at it coming up tomorrow uh, tomorrow night against OKC. They're zero and two, trying to get back to five hundred. A team that they've had trouble with. A team that is hot as a pistol right now they're they're winning every time they go out on the court hey did you see coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn so emily's got a little phone game that she wants to kind of throw out at the top of next hour and taylor you are you are the one that i have no guess on i'm i'm trying to figure it out we'll we'll get into it a, a little phone bit game kind of kind kind of kind of a guessing game about all of our phones along the way and i I'm I'm very very confused as to how I'm going to guess for you. We'll we'll do that coming up in about uh, ten or twelve minutes. What, what do you got for us today? I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, guys. Did you see that? Thirty-eight percent of Americans prefer their coffee unsweetened. So, Travis, what goes best with a cup of coffee? Um. So I like a bagel with a cup of coffee. Like, and I like a very savory bagel sandwich bagel. or a bagel. Like, a, like well, got to clarify. I want to split the difference, right? Not a not the bagel that you're thinking about, Em, with the like the egg and the the cheese and the meat and all. Taylor and things. I wouldn't know about a bagel. But, mm. <laughs> but I love it with the the cream cheese and the tomato and the caper and the onion and, and sometimes if I'm feeling fancy, a little lox. Like that's my favorite thing to have with a cup of coffee. I don't like with like, coffee. Yeah. Like really? with, with with like a donut or a muffin or that that's not really my jam. I prefer something. What more about sweetener? Savory. No, I, I I take my coffee either black or with a little bit of milk, never sugar. Real man. Mm. What about you, Slave? Um, no sugar for me. I do put a little bit of milk in there, but I some of my favorite cups of coffees are with some type of a sweet, mm. some type of a dessert, right? Whatever it is. If you're at a restaurant, I don't know. Um, this was what, what's today, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever night it was when had some dinner and when I was done, I'm like, yeah, get a cup of coffee over here. It was late too. It was like seven o'clock. I don't know why I'm giving a cup of coffee, but I could sleep. I'm okay. Yeah. You're lucky. I don't have that issue. But with that, I'm going to get some dessert here. Like a little little piece of cake or pie or something. This was a, um, What's the the creme brulee? Just oh, like yeah, that's the, good. It was, it was pretty damn good. Was there I some like sliced strawberries on top of that? There was some sliced of strawberries. Of course there were. Yeah. yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. So my ideal cup of coffee, uh, if I'm going to go out get cup cup of coffee somewhere, if if some place has a lavender oat milk latte, 
Immediately, I'm getting that. It sounds Fancy. amazing. Well, Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, I am. Wow. Espresso machine. Oh, no. <laughs> Coffee. I, Double parts. There are <laughs> some things in life that are this beautiful and, lo- from? and lovely. And I think coffee can be one of them. You're like, her coffees are my martinis. Yes. There's just, there's a right way to do it. And when it's done just right, transcend. And then my favorite pairing with a cup uh, cup of coffee, my mom makes this amazing uh, coffee cake. So uh, if I can, if I'm at home, I love my mom's coffee cake. What about you, Taylor? A cup of coffee. A joint. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Next up, did you see that 55? That 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 came out of nowhere. 55% 55% of recent high school graduates either have no plans to attend college or are uncertain that they will ever attend. So, Sliwa, do you believe that college was worth it? Why or why not? Um, I think it was worth it, but it's worth it for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think living a college experience is great. Like having that opportunity to be at a college, live, meet some new people, it's you're at an age too where you get to experience stuff that you know at least for me high school and college was completely different for me so getting that college experience i think was important i think the other reason why it's important you don't have to do it but unfortunately every job there's so many of them that require where'd you go to school where'd you go to college what'd you study now that's not as much the case maybe today as it was 20 years ago but it's still an important kind of factor to getting a job I think Al basically is spot on. The experience of college is what is worth it, right? To learn to live on your own, to learn to solve problems on your own, to learn to interact with people that you both like and don't like, right? That you need to learn how to get along with people that you maybe don't like. You're going to have a boss you don't like. You're going to have a coworker you don't like. You need to figure out how to solve that problem. You can start figuring that out in college. The, the 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 only thing I'll the, the cost of it has gone through the roof so the 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 ROI so to speak yeah, is yeah. lower than it's been in, in a very long time. I, I have a buddy of mine that hires a lot of people and, and he's got a very important job and he he's told me this a long time. The only time anybody ever asks you about your your degree, your GPA, where you went to school is your very first job. After that, they never ask. They mm. never ask. It's what did you do there? How did you do? How did so you improve they it? Check. They, they, <laughs> they don't like it. That first one, it's like, oh, you graduated from Fullerton. You graduated from Long yeah. Beach State, UCSB, UCLA, whatever it is. But after that, it's oh, you worked at Seven Ten for a while. What did you do for them? Who'd you mm. work for? Do you know, it's your job experience. Once that first job is in the rearview mirror, it's all about experience. And told ESPN now, Harvard. <laughs> if you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, yeah, pay attention, go to school, do a good job. Yeah, the rest of us. The extra if skills. you're going to be a political science major thumbs pointed at me it doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of difference yeah i think that one of the main major in communications same same difference literally same difference well that makes it a little worth it is uh at least at my school uh the network is so big and it's a a school that's known there's people from my school everywhere but i think Mm. that you could also find something similar to that where you can relate to people everywhere and i'm lucky enough that um with scholarships and going in state that i don't i'm not crippled by student debt it is something that's still there but personally i think that uh it was really worth it for me just because i don't i needed that uh time with my parents financial aid action that's nice. <laughs> I could throw a baseball. That helped. That helps too. <laughs> that we, was, both, hey, we both found a here? way through the yes, system. Yes, I would. But we'll pay for it. Awesome. I'll go there. That sounds good to me. Okay. Hey, did you see that people with no formal religious identity form 26% of the total population in the USA? So, Travis, if you could design a religion, what would you center it around? Just 
being it's literally and and I think all religions have this at one point or another. It's the one thing and it's the truest thing. Baseball? It, it, no. The golden rule. It's literally that simple. Just everything if everybody operated on the golden rule, treat people the way you'd like to be treated. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mm-hmm. think we'd all be in a pretty good spot. Everything else that this God or your God or that God or this prayer or that prayer, whatever, whatever kind of flavor ice cream you like, good for you. I don't like any of those ice creams. It's not my thing. Just treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. Mm -hmm. Everything else takes care of itself. Yeah, I I think, you know, being good to others is probably at the end of the day, and it doesn't matter. I think that's the best part about it. It's like, all right, you're this religion, you're that religion. Cool. Awesome. If that if that helps you be the person that you want to be, awesome. I'm gonna treat you the same way. Doesn't matter that it, I think sometimes, unfortunately, religion has completely and continues to get. Do you have any examples? Completely divided <laughs> uh, has divided people, which really? kind of takes away oh, the whole huh. purpose of the religion. It's like, well, why even have the religion? Yeah. I think if I'm gonna form my own cult is maybe where I want to go with this, like my own religious cult in a way. Uh, I think it already kind of exists, but uh, and also it's the subject of that uh, new show on Amazon Prime called Swarm. But you know, there's a nice little cult around Swifties, and so if we just like worship the feet of uh, Mrs. Mrs. Al- Taylor Allison Swift, it'd be a good world. I just got a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'll be a heretic. You guys ask me. <laughs> I would be the one blaspheming every single. I take day everything along back about being a good person. You should feel very good about what I'm about to tell you next. It's going to make you have your chest out a little bit, Slee. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.